Hey, shalom, shalom, Israel, most high in Christ. Bless. Welcome to another episode of the Bible, the book of our fathers. All right. I'm your host tonight. I'm Officer Eli. And to my left. Officer Yikiel. Officer Nash. Officer Nashon. Shalom, most high in Christ. Bless. Officer Ahud, Shalom, Israel, Most High Christ bless. And Officer Like, and Most High in Christ bless. Shalom, Israel, Most High in Christ bless. Uh, let's read um, the disclaimer real quick. Let's get that out the way um, so we can get to some good word. Get to some good word to start off the new moon and the new year. All right, come on. Yes, sir. We are not a hate group. We are not affiliated with any other Israelite group. Israel United in Christ is a nonviolent, Bible-based movement. We do not advocate or condone any acts of violence against any race, ethnicity, or gender. We advise that if anyone hears or knows of any plots to cause harm to anyone or to break the laws of the land, you must contact the proper authorities to bring awareness to any possible threat, as stated in Leviticus chapter 5, verse 1, King James Version. It's sad we got to read that every week, but... You know, it is what it is. We got to do what we got to do to make sure we're protected. But the title of today's topic is Famine, Pestilence, and Earthquakes, the Beginning of Sorrows. What manner of person ought ye to be? So all of these things that's going on in today's society right now, there was something that the disciples asked Christ. So we have to take this time out to figure out what, order, what type of person ought we to be while all of these things is going on. So we're going to set the stage. Uh, let's get Matthew 24. And let's start at verse 3. Matthew chapter 24, verse 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming? And of the end of the world. So what shall be the sign of Christ's coming and the end of the world? Because they go into conjunction. Okay. When Christ comes back, Esau's world is over. Let's get that in second Ezra. Esau's world is done and the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Let's get that in second Ezra chapter six. Verse seven. Second Ezra chapter six, verse seven. Then answered I and said, what shall be the parting asunder of the times? Or when shall be the end of the first and the beginning of it that followeth? Come on. And he said unto me, from Abraham unto Isaac, when Jacob and Esau were born of him, Jacob's hand held first the heel of Esau. For Esau is the end of the world. So when Esau's rulership is done, Esau is going to be the end of the world. Come on. And Jacob is the beginning of it that followeth. So when Jacob's rulership comes in, that's when the Messiah is coming back. The Messiah is coming back when Esau's kingdom is done and over with. So what does that bring us to? How does that come along? How do we get the kingdom back on earth? Luke 21. Is it Luke 21 or Luke 19? The kingdom come not by observation. 21. find that for me. I think it's Luke 20 or 21. Uh, 17 and verse 20. Luke chapter 17 verse 20. 
And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. So the kingdom of heaven, as Christ is saying, is not going to come from us knowing with Israel because you have a lot of brothers. They know they're Israel. You have brothers in the truth, brothers and sisters in the truth. They know they're Israel, but they're just observing everything that's that's going on. They're observing what the, the leadership is doing, but they're not taking part. Come on. He answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within us. That requires us to bring forth that kingdom. So let's look at what we're dealing with today, right? We're dealing with famine. We're dealing with pestilence. We're dealing with earthquakes. Go back to Matthew. And also, uh, a lot of people really don't think that we are in a famine. Right. You know, a lot of people think everything is, is all good because they don't see the, the, the shells actually empty like they're going to be. But we're still in the famine. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Matthew 24. Let's get the, let's get the prefaces of the class again. Matthew 24. Matthew chapter 24, verse 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. That's important. Because Christ had to tell them, Beware that no man deceives you. Come on. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So we're in that time now. You can't have over a billion Catholics, Protestants, uh, what other denominations they have of Christianity, Lutheran. Lutheran. And all of these people are saying that they got the, that Christ is dealing with them. All of those people are deceived. Right. Come on. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. But the end is not yet here, right? So Christ is now setting up the stage for the things that's going to happen prior to him coming back. Because that was the question that the disciples asked him, right? Come on. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. So let's, do we have some visuals of that? So it says nations shall rise against nation. So these things are starting to happen. So Christ is now giving us the timeline of, Events that's going to happen before his coming. Uh, get the video. Can you pull up on the screen? Let me see. Hey, real quick, while we're looking at the video, I just want to uh, touch or land back off what also Yikiel said about uh, uh, people. Our people don't even know that they, we're in famine right now. We can stay in the same chapter. Give me verse uh, 38. Our people have no idea what's going on in the world because they're not even paying attention. They're not even reading their Bibles for themselves. They're clueless. They're clueless. They're going, going to church, getting to feel good music and dancing around, you know, living their everyday lives. Have no idea what's going on around them. Just the blind, uh, following the blind. Go ahead, read that. Uh, Matthew chapter 24, verse 38. Start at verse, start at verse 37. Verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, 
so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So as the days of Noah, what was Noah out there? He was out there preaching the word, and what were the people doing? Uh, the truth of the Bible is what he was preaching. What were the people doing? Not paying him no mind. Couldn't care less what he was talking about. Hey, you still out there reading that Bible, Noah? Go ahead, read on. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, uh-huh. marrying and giving in marriage. So, Unt- that, so that's exactly what they were doing. They were living there every eating, drinking, uh, celebrating birthdays, celebrating Christmas, doing everything that's against God and not even realizing the times that they're in, not even knowing that there's famine around them, not even know that there's war on your doorstep. There's war on your doorstep. Now people not even paying attention to it. They still at the clubs. They still doing this and doing that. But I just wanted to uh, touch on that also, Eli. No, that was excellent. That was excellent. You know, hey, y'all brothers, feel free to jump in. Uh, because the point on what the officer is bringing out and what we're touching on is that all of these things are going on in Christ is given a timeline of events that's going to happen prior to his coming back. And we're not even paying attention to what's going on around us. Many of us are still doing, like the officer said, going to the clubs, partying. And let's talk about the brothers and sisters in the truth. You're not dealing, they're not dealing with their spirits. So all of these things are happening. What manner of person ought ye to be while these things are going on? So let's read on. Matthew chapter 24 Verse seven. seven, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. Read on. All these are the beginning of sorrows. He says all these are the beginning of sorrows. That's just the beginning. Let's read it. Start it back from the top again. Let's, we're going to get some visuals to go on to what's going on today so that we can see what Christ has said, the timeline of events that he's put in place to let us know that our destruction of Esau is drawing nigh. Go ahead. Verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation. Come on. And kingdom against kingdom. So nation against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Let's get some of this Ukraine and Russia action. Let's, put, let's, let's get some of that visual. Let the people see what's going on. Because they don't watch the news. There's no sound, right? Okay, hey, let them see it. Let them see the the destruction that's happening. Look at that. Just destruction. So the Ukraine said, we are a nation, but another nation rose up against them. That's what the scripture said. And also, this is also going to what also Yehiel said uh, also, because as long as our people are seeing this on a video screen or, or a phone screen, they they, they comfortable. They, 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 it's okay for them. It's not real to them. It's not real to them, right. This, it ain't happening here. It ain't happening exactly. here, so it's not real to exactly. them. Exactly. Long, long they, as it's happening over they, the- they might as well be watching. They might as well be watching a movie. My bad, also. They, but they, they might as well be watching a movie when they see videos like this. Uh, let, me, let me bring something out real quick. You know, my officer. What's that one? Because uh, like, like uh, officer just brought out, they don't think it's going to happen here. Let's go to... Uh, Second Edges, uh, I think it's 16 and 1. Second Edges, chapter 16, verse 1. Yes, what I want. 
Second Ezra chapter 16, verse 1. Uh-huh. Woe be unto thee, Babylon. So that's that's the first that this is not talking about the ancient Babylon. This is talking about the Babylon today, uh, United States of America. Read that again. Woe be unto thee, Babylon. Babylon, uh-huh. And Asia. Read on. Woe be unto thee, Egypt and Syria. And notice how all these countries that have been named are in some type of conflict. Read on. Gird up yourselves with cloths of sack and hair. Uh-huh. Bewail your children uh-huh. and be sorry, for your destruction is at hand. So, so what we see going on is the Lord sending that destruction to Babylon. He says your destruction is at hand. Read on. A sword is sent upon you, uh-huh. and who may turn it back? So that's going into what's about to happen. War is coming to America. We don't know when, but the Lord is going to send war to America. Go ahead, officer. Oh, you you already know went there. I was I wasn't gonna go there yet, but you don't went there. Let's jump down to verse ten. Verse ten. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Where we at? Second Ezra sixteen. Yes. Uh, verse eighteen. Verse eighteen. The beginning of sorrows and great mournings, the beginning of famine and great death, the beginning of wars, and the power shall stand in fear. The beginning of evils. What shall I do when these evils shall come? So it's saying, what are you supposed to be doing when these evils shall come? Read on. Behold, famine and plague, tribulation and anguish are sent as scourges for amendment. So you might not understand what it means by sent as scourges for amendment. Get that definition of amendment. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And set those videos up. We still want to we still want to see some Ukraine action. Because while all of that stuff is happening in Ukraine, right, there's still a lot. There's still uh, racism against dark people in Ukraine, yet they're getting bombed and they still have the nerve to say, well, I'm still white. Right. Right. The arrogance of these people. <laughs> These people are so prideful. Okay, uh, go ahead. It's, it's like a, a bully or somebody that's getting that get mistreated at home, and then what do they do? They they go out to their school and they start beating up on other people. That's how they treating <laughs> black people in Ukraine right now. Right. Dang. That's crazy. All right, let's put it on the screen. Amendment. Read that uh verse again. Put the put it up on the screen. Okay, read that verse. Second Ezra chapter sixteen verse eighteen. Well, verse nineteen. Behold. Famine and plague. Famine and plagues. Tribulation and anguish. Uh-huh. Are sent as scourges for amendment. For amendment. Are sent as scourges for amendment. Go hit the arrow. Hit the arrow. Uh, sim- similar. Not that one. Yeah, that one. So you have reform, correction, improvement. I like those in particular change so while all of these things are happening these things are meant for us to change to show us that we need to change show us that we need to reform show us that we need to correct certain things read 20 verse you can 20. take it down read but verse for 20. all these things for all of these things the famine the plague the tribulation the anguish come on they shall not turn from their wickedness. That's our people. All of these things that we see today, they still won't turn away from their wickedness. Come on. 
nor be always mindful of the scourges. Or be mindful of the, the events or the things, the signs that the Most High is sending us to make sure, to give us time to repent, to get ourselves right. Let's go back to Matthew. We're going to come back to 2nd Ezra. There's a lot more in there we, we can touch on. But let's, let's, let's get back to Matthew. Matthew chapter 24. Verse 7. Verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences Stop. and earthquakes in diverse places. Right. So this particular verse, we want to we want to deal with this verse. Right. But before that, read verse four. There was something I missed in verse four. Verse four. Got to touch it. Read. And Jesus answered and said unto them. Come on. Take heed that no man deceive you. No who? No man deceive you. So we got to find out who this man is that deceived everybody. That we have to find because it says no man, this man that deceived everybody. Get that in 2 Thessalonians for me. Let's find out who this man is that deceived all of these people into thinking that Christ was, was white. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. Come on. Let no man deceive you. Uh, start at verse 2. Verse 2. That ye be not soon shaken in mind. Or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letters as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. As that the day of Christ is at hand. So it says, neither be shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither in spirit. Meaning, hold fast, keep your faith, because the day of Christ is at hand. Read. Let no man deceive you by any means. Was Paul walking with Christ? I don't remember Paul walking with Christ. But why is Paul saying the same thing Christ said? Because they're in one mind and one spirit. Read that part again. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. Uh-huh. And that man of sin be revealed. Be revealed. So how is he being revealed today? Through this Bible. We're showing you through the Bible who that man of sin is. Come on. The son of perdition. Read. Who opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Who did that? Where, let's, let's get that. Get Isaiah 14. Who did that? Who was the man that showed himself to be God, to sit himself on the temple as God, showing himself that he's God. Who, who made himself to say that he was Christ? You don't, you don't see the Buddhists, you don't see Buddha doing that. Right, so, so the Chinese not doing it. The Chinese don't do it. The Africans don't do it. Right, the Arabs don't do it. The Arabs don't do it. Who was the man that made himself to say that he looks like our God? Our, our Lord Jesus who did that? Get that in Isaiah 14. Isaiah. Because he said he's going he's gonna to exalt himself above all that is called God. Isaiah 14. Uh, read verse, go up to about 12. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground? which didst weaken the nations. He got all these other nations fearing him. That video that Bishop played the last week, 
Can y'all find that video where he talked about if y'all want war, you're gonna be burying uh your 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 somebody else gonna be raising your kids. Find that video. That which did it weaken the nations, right? Did it weaken the nation? I mean, punked them. You know, read on. That's that's basically what he did. He bullied them. Only only a only a man that was that was fashioned to 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 be warish could could just come out so pompous like that. He's the only man that could do that. Esau is the only man that could do that. That's his gift. You got it? Uh, read on. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 13. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. So let's start to reveal that man. Who was the man that said, the eagle has landed? What man said that? I will, I will what? I will ascend into heaven. Go ahead. I will exalt my throne above the mount of the congregation. No, uh, you skipped it. Yes, sir. For, I, for thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I'm going to create space stations. I'm, I'm going to sit on the moon. I'm going to walk on the moon. I'm going to do all of these things. I'm going to set, set myself above all that is called God. Yeah, play that. Play that again. It's only a minute. Can they hear it? There's no sound. Start it over. Our military should not be Start mistaken over. for a cape. And the threats to our nations, they don't sleep. They're watching our every move. Iran, Russia, China, North Korea, ISIS, Al-Qaeda. They may be watching this right now. Our military should not be mistaken for a cable news gabfest show. We don't care what you look like. We don't care who you voted for, who you worship, what you worship, who you love. It doesn't matter if your dad left you millions when he died or if he knew who your father was. We have been honed into a machine of lethal moving parts that you would be wise to avoid if you know what's good for you. We will not be intimidated. We will not back down. We've seen war. We don't want war. But if you want war with the United States of America, there's one thing I can promise you, so help me God. Someone else will raise your sons and daughters. Damn. Damn. <laughs> he said, don't you know I'm blessed with the sword? We've seen war. We don't want war. But if you want war with the United States of America, there's one thing I can promise you, so help me God. Someone else will raise your sons and daughters. Damn. Oh, only the damn devil himself could talk like right, that. Right, right. No. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Let me let me get that uh Obadiah one and three. Uh yeah, let's let's get straight to the point. Obadiah one verse three. Obadiah chapter one verse three. Read down to four to back up officer what he was saying. Bring it up. The pride of thine heart hath deceived thee. So that's that's what we just witnessed. Pride. Read on. Thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock. The original caveman, read on. 
whose habitation is high, uh-huh. that saith in his heart, who shall bring me down to the ground? D- didn't y'all just witness that same spirit? On, uh, okay, read on. Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, uh-huh. and though thou set thy nest among the stars, uh-huh. thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. So that's what we just read about, the space travel. And the Lord said once they do that, he's going to bring them down. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. So uh, go back to 2 Thessalonians. So Christ warned us about this man, right? Christ warned us that, hey, don't let no man deceive you. Take heed. So these warnings, these famines, these pestilence, these earthquakes, these things are warning signs for us. And it's also signals to let us know who that man of sin is. Let's go back to Thessalonians real quick. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2. That ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed. That man of sin be revealed. Come on. The son of perdition. So jump over to verse 5. Verse 5. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things? You know what's interesting is that I'm visioning Christ say this to the disciples. This is Paul saying this to uh, the, the brothers and sisters in Thessalonica. But I can, I can see Christ telling them the same thing. Didn't I tell you these things was going to happen? And Paul is reminding them, didn't I tell you these things was going to happen? Come on. Verse 5. Verse 6. Remember verse 6. And now ye know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. Now is his time. Now is his time. Yesterday we didn't have time, but today we got time. Now is his time to be revealed. Come on. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Meaning this was already happening during the time of Paul. Let's see when this started. When did when did this evil multiply on the earth? Get that in first Maccabees. Because think about it. Wickedness was already on the earth, right? Wickedness was already here. Evil was already here. But he said when the when this nation got in the rulership, evil multiplied. Uh first Maccabees, Maccabees chapter one verse ten. Ten. Uh, yeah. Verse 9, and after his death, they all put crowns upon themselves. So did their sons after them many years. And evils were multiplied in the earth. So let's think about the captivities that we went through. Egypt, Babylon, uh, Syria, Babylon, uh, Persia, Medes. But when Esau got in the rulership, when the Greeks got in the rulership, which was the beginning of Esau's reign, he's been in rulership ever since. It said what? Evils were multiplied in the earth. It said evils began to multiply in the earth when he got into rulership. What's some of the evils that multiplied? Homosexuality, wrestling butt naked, doing uh, Olympics. All of these different things that go on multiplied when Esau got into rulership. Till now we up until today, right? So let's go to... You had something else? Yeah, real quick. Before you before you leave this, uh, 
I want to read verse three, but I, I put a video up. I just it's a little comedy, uh, 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 a little comedy about America's politics. Did you watch it? <laughs> hey, put that thing up, man. And it goes into what also Eli bringing out about the pride of, of this of these people thinking nobody can take them down and how they just uh, ramshacking the nations, taking everything. Uh, huh? Y'all got it? Go ahead and play the video. Uh, uh, let's, read, let's read verse 3. Verse uh, 3. The video up. And went through to the ends of the earth and took spoils of many nations. So this, this man that uh, uh, also Eli is talking about, he went through the earth and took many spoils. Uh, he did it in Africa. He, 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 he did it here in, in America. He, he done it in, in South America. He's done it all over the earth. Took many spoils of the earth. Read on. In so much that the earth was quiet before him. And he did it so much. This goes into his pride right here. He did it so much that the earth was quiet uh, before him. That's why that man can say what he just said. Uh, hey, I can guarantee you somebody else is going to be raising your kids. You know what I mean? That, in so much that the earth was quiet. Y'all got that video yet? Well, they get it. Read verse 30 because here's his method of how he does things. Okay, he did this with, he does this with every nation. Read. Verse 30, and spake peaceable words unto them. And that's what he does. He speaks peaceable words. He talks to it. He talk, He went to the name. He says, here's the Bible. All right. Oh, this is Christ. But Behind him, he got a sword in his back ready to stab the, the Native Americans, our brothers. So he did what? And spake peaceable words unto them, but all was deceit. You cannot believe anything he says. You, that's the video? Yeah, that's the video right there. All right. And that's why you can't believe nothing they say. You're absolutely right. Also, that's why Sirach, uh 12 and 10 says, never trust thy enemies. Because they'll come to you talking, you know, sweet words, but... All in the end, they looking for a way to uh, throw you into a pit. All right, uh, go ahead and play the video. This is just a little comedy skit on how American politics work and how they prideful. Turn it up, ain't no sound, y'all. Here in the Himalayas. It's a long-running right border dispute dating back to 1842 when the Indians helped. Actually, right there's over, a dangerous situation between India and China here in the Himalayas. It's a long-running border dispute dating back to 1842 when the Indians held off a Chinese invasion. Stop invasion. it. Go back. Boring. Turn the volume Show me up the fun way. <laughs> Turn the volume up a little bit and go back to the beginning, then play it. All right, go ahead. Actually, there's a dangerous situation between India and China here in the Himalayas. It's a long-running border dispute dating back to 1842 when the Indians held off a Chinese invasion. Boring. Show me the fun way. <laughs> We're China. We claim this land as part of our empire. No way. It's part of the Sikh empire, which will one day be part of India. What do I look like? A Wheel of Fortune egghead? Dumb it down. Once upon a time, high on a mountain, there was a big hamburger. How big? 50 square miles. Jesus Christ. I want the hamburger. I want the hamburger. I want the hamburger. Exactly, sir. But the problem is, there's only one hamburger. That is a tough, tough situation. Mike, hey, this problem it, has touched it. me deeply, very deeply. So that, so that was just a little comment, but you know what he's saying. Now go back to uh, 1 Maccabees 1 and 3, because you know what he's saying. He's saying uh, there's a big hamburger, <laughs> meaning there's land. Resources. You know, there's resources everywhere. That's what they're saying. There's re re uh -huh. 
Spoils all over, just like the scripture says, spoils all over. And the nations are fighting. I want it. I want it. Then here come old Big Daddy. No, I want it. And what did he say? I'm going to take that thing. Go ahead and read that. Verse Maccabees, chapter 1, verse 3. Uh-huh. And went through to the ends of the earth. That's what he's saying. He said there was a dispute between two other nations. America didn't have nothing to do with it. But what did he do? He stepped in there because he saw that there was resources there. He saw that there was spoils there. Read it again. And went through to the ends of the earth. Uh-huh. And took spoils of many nations. This is what they do. It goes into their pride. This is what they was born for. This is their part of their blessing. Uh, a man of war. Uh, uh, what, how's it go? Blessed with the sword. Blessed with the sword. Live in the fatness of the earth. This is what they about. Go ahead. Read on. In so much that the earth was quiet before him. Uh-huh. Whereupon he was exalted and his heart was lifted up. And he's so good at it that at times other nations didn't even want to come against him. Oh, it's starting to switch up now. But before, other nations didn't even want to come against them. That's what I got also. Hey, that's, that's excellent. Let's get some more imagery. Because while these things are happening, this, this, this war going on between Russia and Ukraine, but then let's see what's happening with our people over there. Get the video of... Let me see, Indian students, after Indian students. It's a little further up, I believe. It's it's in the, yeah, it's in, go up a little bit, up, up, the other way, yeah, up. Indian student? Indian student, up, up, you're going down. Elon may save neither. Yep, right there, right there. That's it. Above that one. Above that one. Yeah, that one. Let's look at what's going on. So let's let's read just a little bit of this. So there's war in Ukraine with Russia. But let's see what they're doing with the brothers and sisters that look like us. Uh, slide it up just a little bit so he can read it. Read the title. After Indian students, Africans face racial discrimination in Ukraine allege that they are not being allowed to cross the borders. So all of this is happening, and they're getting bombed from Russia, but they're not allowing so-called dark-skinned people to be, uh, to be able to leave. Wow. Uh, let's read on just a little bit. Hey, awesome. So you saying that, that slideshow, that little video you had, we showed them earlier with buildings burnt up, cars burnt up. It's a good chance our people was, was in those buildings. It's a good chance because, like, like you just what you just pointed out, they let Esau leave, but they they told our people to stay back. So once again, us we 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 as a people, we see it on TV. All oh, they ain't affecting us. No, our it's our people the ones getting persecuted. We the ones getting burned in the in the, in the buildings in the uh, vehicles. You know what's interesting is that the the government would give I think fourteen billion dollars in a, in an aid act to Ukraine. Ukraine has never done nothing for America. Nope. But they, they come up with something to give them $14 billion. But the people that live in America, the ones who built this country, don't get nothing. 
Hey, also wow. Eli, I don't know if we wanted to play it, but Captain Soraya had uh, posted a video on a on a sister speaking on I don't know if you've seen it. Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's on the Bible of the Book of Fathers. Yeah, let's let's read the first the first paragraph of the article and get that video that uh, Captain Soraya had posted. Nigerian students trying to escape war hit Ukraine have alleged that there is racial discrimination among vacuees. So these are students, right? They come here to learn, they went there to learn. Medical students at that. Go ahead trying to leave the country via neighboring countries. Journalist Stephanie Hedger, Hegarty of BBC published a series of tweets explaining the ordeal of the students. She said that a Nigerian medical student told her that while she was waiting to cross the border, the Ukrainian soldiers did not allow black people to cross and sent them back. She said they have to let Ukrainians through first. They have to let Ukrainians through first. You see the hatred? Hatred. And Officer Eli, the Ukrainians yeah. is Esau, but it's Jake over there. American blacks are looking at that situation and saying, well, the American Edomite wouldn't do that to us. But they're showing you the nature of how they would do over in a country that's being hit and struck with war. Because that's their people. They're the same. We don't, we don't realize it. We sit here in America and we think because... We eat at the same restaurants and, and uh, they go to church together that we're the same people. We're, they're showing you that we're not the same people. Uh, play that video. Um, I believe Captain Soraya posted. It goes right into exactly what you're uh, speaking about, officer, about how our people are being being treated. And in, they'll still support they'll support what's, the, the, what's going on over there. But what about the, the support to our people? Showing right. that they don't give a damn about our people. They never have, never will. Talking about pray for Ukraine. Think about with this. With your brothers and sisters on the street <laughs> right. killing each other, right. starving. Right. Right. So they will shut the border on the people from Haiti and Mexico to come over here, right? They'll shut the border, but send $14 billion in aid to help refugees of Ukrainians come to America. The people in Mexico, where you buy the fruits from and the avocados and all the other things that you get from Mexico, and then you allow them to come in here and build up this country, you'll let them do that, but then you'll, you'll call them aliens and you'll put them in cages. You call somebody an alien that is not technically indigenous because the 12 tribes are from Jerusalem, but has been here for way longer than you, got their land stolen from you, then you got enslaved by them. And they give you money after working for them with their face on it and not even that much of it. And then call you an alien when they came over here on ships with swords. That's that's ridiculous. Uh, you did y'all y'all able to pull a video up? The one that Captain Soraya posted. They got taken down. They must be they listening. Wow, because she was speaking on exactly what you're saying, Officer Eli. Uh, they want to send all of this money to help out Ukraine, but can give a damn about you Negroes right here in America. Get the article. They took it down. Get the article of the sister, uh, Brittany Griner. So not only are they not letting um, Nigerians leave, they arrested her too. So let's just read a, just a little bit of it. We don't need, but the purpose is to show the visual, like what's going on there is no different than how they treat us here. U.S. basketball star 
Brittany Griner is reportedly well and has been and has seen her Russian legal team several times throughout her detention, source says. Detention. She got arrested. She's trying to leave and she got detained. Uh slide down. They got time to arrest Jake people, Israelite men and women, in the midst of being attacked by another country. Now, let's look at, read it. Read some of it. U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner's legal team has seen her several times a week throughout her detention in Russia, and they reported that she is well, and a source close to the situation told CNN Thursday. News of Griner's condition comes after a Moscow court announced it extended the arrest of Griner until May 19th. According to Russian state news agency TASS, the court granted the request of the investigation and extended the period of detention of the U.S. citizen Griner until May 19th, the court said, per TASS. The source added that the Russian investigation is ongoing and a trial date has not been set. According to Russian authorities, the two-time Olympic gold medalist was arrested on allegations of drug smuggling, significant amounts of narcotic substance at a Moscow airport. You know what? You know that she's been playing in Russia for like seven years in her offseason of the WNBA. She plays in Russia for the past seven years. She goes there to entertain them in basketball. And soon as the war breaks out, she gets arrested for smuggling drugs. And didn't even give her a court date yet. Let's read on, uh, get to the Russian, read down to the Russian invasion. Russia's invasion of Ukraine makes everything more difficult, observers say. TASS also quoted Ekaternia Kalugina, who it said represented Moscow's public monitoring commission, ONK, which observes the treatment of prisoners. So that was pretty much it. So the the point of the article was that even even in there they're they're arresting uh Jake Americans, they're arresting black Americans, they're turning back uh so-called Ni- well Nigerians, right, from crossing the border. So all of this war is going on. This is happening in Russia. And what's happening to our people? Racism. So let's go back to Matthew. Let's go back to Matthew and look at Christ, what Christ said. Matthew chapter 24, verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines. And there shall be famines. Get the video. So you got nations rising against nations. Matter of fact, get that in Matthew 12 real quick. Matthew 12. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 25. Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. So if Esau is fighting against Esau, what's going to happen? Desolation. All praises. Go ahead. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. So that's how we know that we're in the times of what Christ talked about because they're fighting against themselves. So you know their rulership is almost done, right? Let's go back to Matthew. Matthew chapter 24, verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation 
and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines. There shall be famines. Do we got the video on famines? Uh, it's a TikTok video. Uh, it should be underneath. Uh, yep, that's it. Wow. Run it back. Put the volume on it. So I believe this is in, this was in Canada or somewhere like that. Turn it up. Start it back over. With all kinds of supplies for us. And now there's this going on. So is it just a matter of time before we had a food shortage? Start it back over. All right, All right turn it up if a little bit If you've been following more. me for a while, you know for a fact that when we were doing those predictions for 2022, I mentioned food shortages. I mean, there was a bunch of boats just stuck in the ocean with all kinds of supplies for us. And now there's this going on. So is it just a matter of time before we had a food shortage? So let me tell you, yesterday I went grocery shopping just for my normal grocery mission. Y'all, check this out. This is how Walmart was. So we might not be seeing this necessarily now in America, but don't think that it's not happening. Don't think that it's because where she's at is not too far from us. I I think she might be in Canada. Okay, go ahead. Play on. Anything on shelves? It was crazy. I went to Food Basic first. Food Basic was really empty too, but what alarmed me was that there was no water at Food Basic. I immediately went to Walmart. So Walmart had no chicken, and a bunch of the other aisles were pretty empty as well, but they had water, which is good. And I tell you guys, you guys need to be stocking up on food wherever you can find it. Stock up, because with this trucker situation, it is going to be hard to find food. So stock up for your family. All right, hear me out. If you've been following... Hey, all praises for that thing. Go to... um. I want you to get the video uh, 1981. So hold on. Let's get that verse again. Matthew chapter 24, verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences. And pestilences. Get the definition of pestilence. So what is pestilence? Christ is giving you all the warning signs of when something is getting ready to happen. He, he gave us a blueprint in Matthew 24 of when the end of time, when the end of days is coming. Esau's kingdom is over with. So read that definition. Um, hit the arrow on the side. Pestilence, a fatal epidemic disease, especially bubonic plague. So read this uh, similars. Plague, bubonic plague, the Black Death disease, Disease, contagious disease, contagion, infection, sickness, epidemic, pandemic, pandemic. So all of these things we just witnessed two years ago, even up until now. Right. Get um, get the 1981 play that. The people's minds to accept our solution to the world's problems. The energy crisis here in the United States was exceptionally successful worldwide, and we expect similar success with our upcoming food shortage. Our labor leaders have made great progress by causing confusion and work stoppages in all areas of the world. Slow down, slow down, go back, go back. 
All right, play that again. To the world's problems. The energy crisis here in the United States was exceptionally successful worldwide, and we expect similar success with our upcoming food shortage. Our labor leaders have made great progress by causing confusion and work stoppages in all areas of the world. Financially, the dollar is being devalued even faster than we could have hoped. So stop. Politically. So all this this was from a movie back in 1981. I was just born then, but it's going into all of the things that they talked about. Did he say work stoppages in all facets, such as the truckers being fired into Canada and the northern ones that cross the border often, mm-hmm. which will eventually hit us? Also, what? Even our regular jobs, essential, non-essential, for the right. sake of the mosquito bite. Work stoppages. The dollar. So with all of this war going on, what do you think is going to happen to the American dollar? What do you think is going to happen to the economy? China had to bail us out in, in 2008. So what's going to happen? China's going to have to bail us out again. All right. Uh, play it a little bit more. I don't want to get too far in there because it start talking about some other stuff. Let's play a little the bit. The public more. has lost total confidence in any form of government. The threat of universal war is a daily possibility. As you know, we ourselves do not need to hold any visible office of leadership. As a matter of fact, it's better that we do not. We control the finances, news media, food, transportation, energy. We control everything. Stop. So he said it is important they control... Uh, go back just a little bit. If they control the uh, the finances, right there, food, play it from there. Play it from that part. As a matter of fact, it's better that we do not. We control the finances, news media, food, transportation, energy. We control everything. That's it. So, like he said, if they can control the media, food, energy, they can control everything. Finances, they control everything. Transportation. Yes, sir. Let me get uh, Ezekiel 7 and 17 because they're supposed to build our faith. We can see the we can see the scriptures coming to coming to life like prophecies are being fulfilled. Like we living in, in, in these times where we can see we can see what the, we like the Bible is speaking to us. Read that Ezekiel, Ezekiel 7 and 17. Chapter 7 verse 17. Uh-huh. All hands shall be feeble. Uh-huh. And all knees shall be weak as water. So what the most high saying is this is gonna break this is gonna break our people down. This is gonna break all the everybody on the earth gonna feel this pain. Okay? All said all knees shall be weak and all hands shall be uh feeble. Read on. Well, they all, shall also gird themselves with sackcloth, and horror shall cover them, and shame shall be upon all faces. And boldness upon all their heads. So this is going to be a time of mourning. Read on. They shall cast their silver in the streets. So that's, that's, that's going back to what, you, what we were just showing. They said they shall cast their silver in the street. Meaning, what's the silver? Money. So the money is gonna, not going to have any value. Read on. And their gold shall be removed. Mm-hmm. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them. In the day of the wrath of the Lord. So the Lord said, this day, your gold, your money is not going to mean anything. Read on. They shall not satisfy their souls, neither fill their bowels. It said, read the part again. 
They shall not satisfy their souls, uh-huh. neither fill their bowels. Neither fill their bowels. I mean, he's going to food. Read on. Because it is the stumbling block of their iniquity. The Lord said, he's not going, you're not going to have money to spend, and you're not going to have food to eat. Why? He said, read that part again. Because what? At the, at the last part. Because it is the stumbling block of their iniquity. Meaning all people feel like they have enough, meaning they don't, they don't listen to the Lord. They, they continue to sin because they think they're good. So the Lord got to uh, strip all this away from our people and the other nations. But, he's, gonna, but he, he's trying to make a point with us that he had to take it from us for us to get, to get our attention. Go ahead. Go ahead. Al. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so with that point, we're going to go into the commercial. We'll be back in a few minutes at the Bible, the book of our fathers. Hey, shalom, shalom. Welcome back. Welcome back to the second segment of the Bible, the book of our fathers. So we're going to take a switch because we went and we was reading about Matthew 24 and we was understanding that Christ was showing us that these things would be the signs of the end. So as these things are happening, let's get second Peter's chapter three. And I want verse 10. Second Peter's chapter three, verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. So it says the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Let's get that video. Let's see what the day of the Lord might look like. Yeah. Let's play that. Make sure the, the, the disclaimer's on there. Make sure the disclaimer's on there. All right, let's play it. Let's see what the day of the Lord looks like. Come on, fellas. What's that right there, Oswald? Marrying drinking, right? See the kids playing? <laughs> drinking That's it? exactly what it is. Hey, let's this one. Hey. Oblivious to what's, what's about to happen to him. That's how our people are today.
that's a nightmare for her. Let's get that in Zechariah real quick. Zechariah 14 to 12. Let's see what we just witnessed. Come on. Zechariah chapter 14, verse 12. And this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. So for all of those people, all the wickedness that they did to us, this is their plague. This is their destruction. Read. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet. Holding a fence, looking at the lady swinging the kids. Go ahead. And their eyes shall consume away in their holes. And their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. So when all of that happens, because that, that, that was them fitted for destruction. Let's go back to Peter's. So we want to deal with Israel now. All of this stuff is going on in the world. But what ought we to do? Let's go back to Peter's 3. Read 10 Peters. and 11 together. 2 Peter's chapter 3, verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Everything that you worship, you, you think is precious today, will be burnt. Come on. Seeing then that. S seeing what? Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. So all of these things that we glorify, these cell phones and the, the biggest house and cars and cribs, all of this stuff that you glorify that shall be burnt up. Go ahead. What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? So Peter has to ask, what manner of person ought ye to be knowing that this world is going to be destroyed? What man, what type of person shall ye be? Right. So let's deal with that. What is the mindset that we should have as we're seeing the signs of the times and Christ has given us the blueprint? What should we be doing with the time that we have now until the time that he returns? Uh, get Second uh, Corinthians chapter five for me. Second Corinthians chapter five. I want verse seventeen first, but then we're gonna go. We're gonna bounce back. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So we know that as we start to repent, we're changing or we're, we're supposed to be changing. And in doing that, some of the old things that used to, we used to be hung up on that we didn't know was sin, we, we got to fix it, right? But why are we doing that? Read verse 9. Verse 9. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. Accepted of who? The Lord and Savior. Come on. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body. So that's what we need to be doing now to consider with all of the stuff, the turmoil and tribulation and the earthquakes that's going on in the world. Read that part again. Verse 10. We have to be reminded of this. Read. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, 
whether it be good or bad. Verse 11. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord. Knowing, therefore, the destruction that's coming. Go ahead. We persuade men. We persuade men to do what? Repent. Change your minds. Get right. Come on. But we are made manifest unto God. And I trust also are made manifest in your cons consciences. In your conscience, right? So, Romans 12 and 2. And y'all officers, please jump in. We're going to deal with some repentance now. Because we see all these things happening in the world. And yet we still deal with the same folly. So what ought ye to be? What man or person ought ye to be while these things are going on? 12 and 1. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So he said, your bodies are supposed to be a living sacrifice unto God, right? Unto God. So give me the video of, did y'all find a video about the making of a car? All right, let me look at it real quick. Say hey, something, else. Yes, sir. While, while you're looking at it, uh, I, posted, I posted a video. My second video or my other video, please uh, get that ready. And what, the question that was posed in uh, Second Peter's, what manner ought you to be, is very heavy. That's a question that we all should have. What manner? You, you see all these things uh, happening. You've seen the example that also Eli showed you with, with the, uh, the, the movie clip and all of that. Things is, things is happening in the earth. The Most High is moving. All right, you see the famines happening. You see the rumors of war. What order, man, you ought to be? Y'all got that video that I'm talking about? Uh, officer, get uh, Deuteronomy uh, 15. Yes, I sir. mean, 30 and 15. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and let, verse 15. Let, let me know when y'all got that video. See. I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. You see that? That's what the Most High has set before, before us. He's set before us life and uh, death. And he's giving you warnings. But you, what manner of person ought you to be? Knowing that these things is going to happen to you. Go ahead, read on. In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments. That's the mindset that we should have. To love the Lord thy God, keep his commandments, walk in his ways. Read on. And his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply. That you mayest live and multiply. That's the mindset that you got to have. I don't, before I keep going, I want, I want to see that video first. Y'all got the video? All right, go ahead. Keep, keep reading. Go, go ahead. Go. You got something? Go ahead. Keep reading. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. Uh-huh. And that, that's how you're going to prosper. And keeping the law, statutes, and commandments of God. Also, Eli is talking, talking about uh, what men are you ought to be. You got to keep the law, statutes, and commandments so we can prosper. Jump to, I don't want to hold it up. Jump to verse, uh, verse 19. Verse 19. Now, therefore, write ye this song for you. Where you, where you at? Verse oh, 19. Still, still Deuteronomy chapter. chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. Uh-huh. That I have set before you life and death. 
blessing and cursing. Uh-huh. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. You see that? The Bible says choose life. Real quick, just to, what I was trying to show y'all. Officer Eli showed y'all a video of the destruction of a nuclear destruction. I was going to show y'all a real video of just a, on a small scale, a missile hitting a bus. And you can see the people in the background getting, getting blown away and all of that. I wanted to show y'all that because these are the things that we have. You're either going to choose life or you're going to choose death. You're going to choose to come back to this Bible or you're going to choose to twerk on TikTok and all of that. You know, you know what I'm saying? The choice is yours. What you going to do? What manner of person you going to be? I wanted y'all to see that video, but we, you know, they're not finding it right now. Go ahead. Well, until they find it, uh, make sure y'all keep looking for the video. So you got wars. You got rumors of wars. You got famine. You got pestilence. Give me wisdom of Solomon. Chapter 12. And it says that we have to present our bodies a living sacrifice. So in doing so, all of these things are happening for what reason? Right? What is, what is the Most High giving us in this time period? Space to repent. Get 12 and y'all got the video? All right, let's play that video real quick. Let's get some real life imagery. You don't need volume for this. You don't need volume for this one. You see that? That's just on a small scale. That's not even nu nuclear. No. Uh, that's just a missile right there. And you see, you see the people in the background. They go flying. Look, he's looking at it too. He, look, go people, back again. Go back again. Look at him. He, he had to hear it coming because he stopped to look up. Right. You can hear that thing coming. Oh damn! Oh, I, I had a scripture for it. But, oh, okay, uh, get uh, Psalms 91 real quick. Psalms 91 in verse, give me verse, because also Eli said he had to hear it. Verse 5. Psalms verse, chapter 91, verse 5. Uh-huh. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. The Most High is saying that you, Israel, should not be afraid. You repented, Israelites. What order men a person... Or you ought to be. If your mind is right, like also they was bringing, bringing out, you changed your mind to conform to the Bible. Read it again. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. You should not be afraid of the terrors by night. The things that the Most High is going to make, uh, the death that he's going to make uh, come onto the earth. Read on. Nor for the arrow that flieth by day. That's what we just see. Nor for the arrow. That's what that guy was just looking at. He was just looking at that arrow. He heard that arrow coming. Oh, what, what's going on? He heard that thing. Next thing you know, boom. That's that, that's, that's that death right there. And y'all not even paying attention to what's going on in the earth. You lost right now. You're doing your own thing. And the Most High is giving you warnings. Warnings, hey, get, get, showing you mercy. Change your mind. Get your mind right. Get your mind together. But nah, we're doing our own thing. Why? Because we're not being taught correctly. Our pastors aren't teaching us. Our mothers, daddies, they're not teaching us correctly. They're te teaching what they learned, which goes back into slavery and all of that. But go ahead, read on. Verse 6. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness. You shouldn't be afraid of the pestilence. Go ahead, read uh, this, this COVID and all of that. If you got your mind right, not saying that these things can't happen to you. But, you, you know what I mean? If you got your mind right, you're not worried about that. You focused on other things. You right. focused on the kingdom. Go ahead. 
nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. That was just a small snippet of the destruction that's coming. All right? Get your minds right. Go ahead. Read on. But how, uh, uh, before you get to this verse, how are you going to get right? What, I mean, when you get right, how are you going to escape the, the destruction? Read on. A thousand shall fall at thy side. Uh-huh. And 10,000 at thy right hand. Uh huh. You're going to see these uh, nuclear bombs and uh, these missiles. You're going to see people dying from like we just saw in the video. But read on. But it shall not come nigh thee. It shall not come nigh thee. Why? Because you got your mind right and the Most High had mercy on you and saved your black ashy butt from the death. Right. That's all I got. Go ahead. Oh, praises. So I want to get Matthew chapter 12 for a second let's 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 spin this thing a little bit let's look at let's look at this because as you said it said what are uh the scripture says what are you what man are ye to be right so what are we doing with the vessel that we have right because if you're not moving forward you're moving backwards if you're standing still you're moving backwards right so let's read matthew 12 let's dig into this a little bit matthew chapter 12 Verse 43. Verse 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. So some people might think that means the house is clean, you know, there's pictures on the wall. But let's, let's dig into what it's really talking about, right? Read 43 again. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man. So this person is repenting. That spirit could have been uh, adultery. That spirit could have been drunkenness. That spirit could have been smoking weed. Come on. He walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he has come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. So let's think about this. What happens when you don't cut your grass? Right? This is a, this is a vessel. This is a, a vehicle. Do you have the, the car thing? So let's imagine our bodies as being a, a vehicle. The spirit in your body determines what you do. You're either going to have a righteous spirit or you're going to have a wicked spirit. So... Play that video, just a little bit of it. So this is a car being built. Your body was built by God. This car was built by a man, right? Can you fast forward to the part of them putting it together? Their handmade. All right, so you see they're, they're piecing this vehicle together, right? Go ahead. Meet Chris Rungi of Rungi Cars. His bespoke automobile company operates out of his small workshop in Minnesota. Chris so, uses various metal Go back a little bit. Go back to where he goes inside the shop. Uh, back, back, right. Start from right. Go a little bit further back. Right there. Pause it. So leave the car. Leave it up there. So that car he built. That car won't move unless there's a driver, right? So that car will just sit there. So when we're looking at our spiritual self, our bodies, God built this body. He put a spirit in it. 
So what spirit is driving the vessel that you have? What manner ought ye to be? So who's driving that vessel? Who's driving this car that you have? In the times that we're living in now, and Christ has given us repentance, who are you allowing to steer the wheel of your vessel? Right? So that's all we needed on that. What I want to do is go to 1 Thessalonians 4 and 4. We're going to come back to Matthew because the empty, swept, and garnished part, this is what we want to address. Because that's dealing with the part of Peter's. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 4. Chapter 4, verse 4. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel. How to do what? To possess his vessel uh -huh. in sanctification and honor. In what? Sanctification and honor. So read that from the top again. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. So it says that each one of us. So your car comes with a manual. Your phone comes with a manual. Every device that you buy has a manual. It tells you how it operates. So our manual is the scriptures. God built us and he gave us a manual on how to operate. The manner of man that we ought to be. So we have to really dig into this because times is getting short. So we don't have time to play around to, to lollygag like you was reading about with Noah. We don't got time to play around no more. Read that part again. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Read. Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God. Even as those other nations which know not God. We're supposed to be learning how to possess this vessel. Uh, get Second Timothy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just to back you up, also, Eli, uh, you're going to be led by something, okay, whether it's righteousness or, or it's evil. Okay, give me 2 Corinthians 6 and uh, 17, and then we're going to jump up to 16. Because let's find out, uh, let's bring it up today, uh, like the Corinthians. They were, uh, they were being led by something, like we're being led by something today too, either righteousness or evil. Read that. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. Uh-huh. Wherefore, come out from among them. And be ye separate. So Paul was telling Corinthians, come out from among them and be ye separate. Who? Saith the Lord. So who was uh, Paul saying, come out from among? Read, read that part again. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate. Uh-huh. Saith the Lord. Read and, on. And touch not the unclean thing. So who was it that who was Paul was commanding them to come from among and be ye separate from? And what was unclean to them? Jump up to verse 16. Verse 16. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? With what? With idols. So what did, he, what did these uh, Corinthians uh, learn about these idols from, okay, during the Maccabean period when they were, uh, when they were, uh, when they, when they weren't circumcising, they were, they were, uh, we good? They were circumcising. They, they weren't circumcising. They were they were uh, following idols that they learned under the Grecians. Read on, under the Greeks. Read on. For ye are the temple of the living God. Uh-huh. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. Uh-huh. And I will be their God. Read on. And they shall be my people. So they was following the ways of the Greeks, okay? Who are we following now today? 
our people, the ways of the so-called white man, okay, uh, TikTok, and all these other uh, 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 social media uh, outlets, they got our people minds in evil. Go ahead, Austin. All praises, all praises for that thing. Get 2 Timothy 2. 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 20. Verse 20. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, and of uh, silver. Read it from the top. Verse 20. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Read. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor. So we have to purge ourselves from these. From what? Uh, give me that in Sirach 36, I believe it is. Or 34. Sirach 34. I think I want 25. Sirach chapter 34. Yeah, I want 25. Sirach, chapter 34 and verse 25. He that washeth himself after touching, after the touching of a dead body, if he touch it again, what availeth his washing? So it's like you took a shower and then you went and picked up a dead body, right? So it was like, what was the purpose? Of, you should have just went and picked up the dead body instead of washing yourself. That's the same thing. It's going to make the point in the next verse. Go ahead. So, it, it, so is it with a man that fasteth for his sins and goeth again and doeth the same. So what was the purpose in you fasting for your sins if you go back and do the exact same thing that you was fasting for? Go ahead. Who will hear his prayer? Or what doth his humbling profit him? So it's like, what's the purpose in doing that? We've been given repentance. Let's go back to Timothy. So we've been given repentance. We've been allowed to make this vessel that we used that was fit for destruction at one point. We were now given a chance to make it a vessel of honor. So what, are, what man are we to be in this time when all of these things is going on to show that the, the end of days is near? Second real, Timothy. Real quick, officer. So it said in that scripture, it said, who will hear his prayer? Meaning, so you telling me the most high not hearing the prayers of our people if they're not, if they're not keeping these law, statutes, and commandments? So when all of these atrocities and all this stuff is happening to you and you're praying to the most high, you, you're not even getting any help because you're not repented. And this is, this is why he's going over where he's going over. This is why we got to change our mindsets. So the Most High can hear our prayers and get us up out of this hell. Go ahead, also. Because, I mean, what you're saying is right. We're supposed to dig deeper. Get Baruch 4 and 28. I didn't want to go there just yet, but um, since we already in the, in the uh, Apocrypha, let's, let's get it. Because we could, you could be still in the truth and not be doing anything with what you've been given. Right. Read that. Baruch chapter 4, verse 28. For as it was your mind to go astray from God, so being returned. Being returned, meaning what? You've been given a chance to repent. Go ahead. Seek him ten times more. No, just sit in a chair with a black shirt on. Seek him ten times more. So we're supposed to go ten times harder than we did when we was in wickedness. When you was in wickedness, 
from Monday Monday night, you was on Wednesday, we're going to go to this club, this college night. Thursday, we're going to go out. Hey, you know they got this jazz club we can go to. Friday, hey, you know the baddies going to be at the such and such. I'm getting I'm getting this many numbers. I'm definitely buying her a drink. Then on Saturday, the Sabbath, oh, I gots to go, you know, I gots to go down to Freaknik. And then then on Sunday, I'm going to go to church. So you doing all of that when you was wicked. And you could barely get brothers to come to the school on the Sabbath. It says, read that, read that verse again. Go ahead, four, go ahead. Read four, that verse again real quick. Baruch chapter 4, verse 28. For as it was your mind to go astray from God, so being returned... Seek him ten times more. You're supposed to go ten times harder in righteousness than you was in wickedness. Ten times harder. You want to pull something? Nah, I was going but I was going. I was going to add on to your point. That goes back to that uh, Matthew 12. It says, "When the unclean spirit leaves, you supposed to." That's how you are supposed to replace that uh, that uh, spirit with. There you replace go. it with righteousness. Yes, go ten sir. times harder. What for this truth? Not not. This whole, uh, uh, sitting back thinking you okay? No, because what's gonna happen when we read on in twelve? He's gonna say, "No, that spirit gonna come right back." And if you ain't prepared, you ain't putting nothing in that uh, in that in that room or in that spirit in that body. Yeah, you, back, you, you you going back into the old folks? So you you got out the car, right? The spirit got out the car and left, right? He said, "You know, I'm gonna go take a walk." So the car sitting there with the door open. So it's what he said. I was about to say he say he wasn't coming back. Right. He just he left he left the keys in the car. The doors open. He just said, I'm gonna run to the store real quick. He had to be in the south because we only do that in the south. So instead of instead of the brother saying, "Oh, oh, that's the vehicle's right there," you know, let me walk in there in righteousness. Let me sh shut the door. Righteousness is in here now, so he can't come back in. He and don't put the nothing back in. The, the driver's seat is open. So that spirit said, oh, my car's still there. <laughs> Let me, oh. Hey, the seats hey, ain't been adjusted or nothing. Hey, then he goes and gets the other fellas. He said, hey, 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 my car's still here. Let's roll. Now he brought, uh, he brought uh, molestation with him. And he brought bestiality with him. And he brought all these other things with him. But when he left, he just smoked weed. But now he came back and he got all this other stuff that's going on with him. Go ahead, officer. I want to, I want to, uh. Backed it up with the scriptures, 2 Corinthians 13 and 5. Cause, cause, cause uh a lot of time we read this and it's, it's it's layers to this thing when you read 2 Corinthians 13 and 5. Read that. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. Uh -huh. Examine yourselves mm -hmm. whether ye be in the faith. So Paul was speaking to uh the church of Corinth, right? It was a letter to the church of Corinth. But what did he say? Examine yourselves. Whether ye be in the faith. So he told them to examine their cells, whether they be in the faith or the truth. He said, examine said, whether you be in the truth. Read on. And we, and we, and we when we read this, the Bible, we, we, uh, we, we see it's a book called Corinthians. We think that these brothers, everybody was righteous. You know what I'm saying? You come in this truth, you think everybody was righteous. Oh, this is a book in the Bible, Corinthians. But what did Paul say to them again? Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Whether you be in the truth. Read on. Prove your own selves. Uh -huh. Know ye not your own selves? Right. How that Jesus Christ is in you? 
except ye be reprobates? Right, because we give into those spirits, okay? So we got to constantly examine ourselves because those spirits continue to come back and try to get back in that car like Officer Eli was bringing up. Get Acts 9 and 15. Because brothers got to, you got to shut the door. You know, you get, if wickedness leave, you got to shut the door on them. Hey, you stay out. Acts chapter 9, verse 15. But the Lord said unto him, go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. And we all, we might have not dealt with Christ like Paul, but this is what the Most High said to all of us. The minute that you heard Deuteronomy 28, that's, my, that's our people. Read that, read that from the top again. But the Lord said unto him, go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. And the children of Israel. So understand, all of us are called. What are we going to do to make sure that we're that chosen vessel unto honor? Go. I want to get Psalms 51 and 2. I want to see what David said about about this particular topic because you know people will bring out David and it, you know David slept with Bathsheba and this and that but he he repented he repented Psalms chapter 51 verse 2 wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity uh start at one please verse one have mercy upon me O God that's what we got to ask the most high none of us are sinless but we got to ask the most high for this go ahead read that According to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Read. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity. Read. And cleanse me from my sin. This is what we should be asking the Most High in this time that we're going through, these ends of days that we're seeing. Go ahead. For I acknowledge my transgressions. You read that again. For I acknowledge my transgression. So in order for you to acknowledge your transgression, you have to do what you brought out, officer, in 2 Corinthians 13 and 5. You have to examine yourself to be able to acknowledge the transgression. Where are you going off at? Come on. And my sin is ever before me. And my sin is ever before me. Verse 10. Verse 10. Uh, 9 and 10. Verse 9. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. Come on. Create in me a clean heart, it oh says, God. He's asking God to get his, help me get my mind right. Help me to get my mind right, because I can't do it on my own. Go ahead. And renew a right spirit within me. So in order to renew a right spirit, you had to know that something was, wasn't right in your spirit. In order to ask God to renew your spirit, you have to be honest with yourself to say, okay, I'm off on that. I got to... I got to go to the Most High, ask the Most High to get me right. To do what? To fashion that vessel of honor that you're supposed to be wearing. Christ is going to come back, and we're not going to be sinless, but at least we could be doing what? Trimming the bushes. Let's go back to Matthew 12. Because, Officer, uh, you quoted some of the verse. We didn't get there yet. Let's get there. Matthew chapter 12, verse uh, 43. 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he saith, 
I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he has come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. He found it empty, swept, and garnished. Let's see what that looks like in the spirit. Go to 2 Ezra 16, and I want you to start at verse uh, 75. Because 2 Ezra 16 goes into all of the, everything that's going to happen in, as far as destruction. But it's, it's funny that when you get towards the end of it, he's kind of letting you know what, what you need to be doing in this time. While this stuff is happening, this is what you should be doing. Second Ezra, chapter 16, verse 75. Uh, read 65 real quick. 65 and 65 down to 67. Second Ezra, chapter 16, verse 65. And when your sins are brought forth, ye shall be ashamed before men, and your own sins shall be your accusers in that day. So why not, why not go ahead and, and, and put it out there? Why not go ahead and, and cry unto the Lord about it? Why wait for it to be brought forth before men? Go ahead. What will ye do? Or how will ye hide your sins before God and his angels? Read. Behold, God himself is the judge. Fear him. Leave off from your sins and forget your iniquities. To meddle no more with them forever. To do what? To meddle no more with them forever. Go ahead. So shall God lead you forth and deliver you from all trouble. From all of that stuff that we read about in Matthew 24, right? Jump down. Go ahead. Hey, I'm glad. I'm glad you said that because you know we started going through all these repentant scriptures, and people might have forgot what we started off with. Right. They forgot about the warning. They forgot about the, the, the nuclear bombs, the wars, the famine, the pestilence. You forgot about all of that. But this is the reason why we're reading all of this now. Why? So that you so that you write with God. Uh, real quick, uh, also um, uh, Isaiah 59 and verse one and two, and then I'm gonna give it right back. All right, so we can't, we can't forget the point of what we started off with. If you want to be lifted up when them, uh, the, the nukes come here to destroy, to kill, to give death, what do you have to do? You have to get right with the Most High. You got to repent. This is all the scriptures are going through. Go ahead, read that. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1. Uh -huh. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened. Yeah, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened. Read on. That it cannot save. That it cannot save. Save from what? All the warnings that also Eli brought out in Matthew 24. The wars, the famines, the pestilence, all the destruction. That he can't save you from that. Read on. Neither his ear heavy uh -huh. that it cannot hear. Uh-huh. And, and when you in repentance, he, hear, he hears your cries. He hears the cries of the oppressed. He hears the, the, uh, the oppressed Israelites when you in repentance and when you are uh, keeping the law, statutes, and commandments of God. Read on. But your iniquities. But, but your iniquities have done what? Read. Have separated between you and your God. If you do not get right, guess what? You're going to fall to that destruction. You're going to fall to that famine. You're going to fall to those pestilences. Read on. And your sins have hid his face from you uh -huh. that he will not hear. And your sins are going to uh, help you not for your, your prayers to be answered, your prayers not to uh, be heard. That's what's going to happen. Go ahead, also. Let's go back to uh, 2 Ezra 16. 2 Ezra, chapter 16, and verse 75. 75. Be ye no, not afraid. 74. Verse 74. Yep. Hear, O ye, my beloved, saith the Lord, behold. 
The days of trouble are at hand. That's the first part of the segment that we went through. The days of trouble, right? They're at hand. Come on. But I will deliver you from the same. He will deliver us from the same. Read. Be ye not afraid, neither doubt, for God is your guide. Come on. And the guide of them who keep my commandments and precepts. Read. Saith the Lord God, let not your sins weigh you down. Let not your what? Let not your sins weigh you down. Because sometimes some of us think that, you know, the sin that's on us, we cannot repent for it. And the Most High said, all manner of sin can be forgiven. Go ahead. And let not your iniquities lift up themselves. Read. Woe be unto them that are bound with their sins. What does that say again? Woe be unto them that are bound with their sins. Destruction unto them that are bound. Meaning bound. Bound is what? You wrapped up in it. You can't get out of it. Go ahead. And covered with their iniquities. And do what? And covered with their iniquities. Read. Like as a field is covered over with bushes, and the path thereof is covered with thorns, that no man may travel through. 78. It is left undressed. It is left undressed, meaning what? You're not, you're not trimming the fat. Ungarnished, empty, swept. You're not trimming the fat. Go ahead. It is left undressed and is cast into the fire to be consumed That's therewith. That's the day of the Lord. That is the day of the Lord. So what should we be doing? How do we get to the point that we're not empty, swept, and garnished? Uh, give me Isaiah 1 and 16. The book of Isaiah, chapter 1. Verse 16. Brothers get so many deep stuff, they forget the precept packet. You know, this is, the, this is the, the easy stuff. Actually, I want, find me that scripture also, Ehud, where Paul said uh, he repent day to day. But give me Isaiah 1 and 16. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 16. Wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. That's what we got to learn. In these times that we're going in, we got to cease to do evil. We got to put on the armor of righteousness. All of these different things that it talks about in Ephesians. We have to put these things on. All right? Go ahead. Yeah, I die daily. Uh, read on. Learn to do well. Learn to do what? To do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Read. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. You see that? That's the most high saying, hey, come, let us reason together. I mean, I'm still trying. I know you. I know you in the midst of sin. I'm still trying to deal with you. Go ahead. Walking with your crooked ways. Walking with you through crooked ways. Come on. Though your sins be as scarlet. You can't miss a, a, a scarlet scarf. You can't miss that, right? Go ahead. They shall be white as snow. Meaning he can cleanse you from those things. Go ahead. They shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Read. If ye be willing to, excuse me. If ye be willing and obedient. And what? Obedient. Come on. Ye shall eat the good of the land. Read. But if ye refuse and rebel. If you refuse to change, if you refuse to repent. Go ahead. 
Ye shall be devoured with the sword. Go ahead. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Uh, what was that scripture? Get that. 1 Corinthians 15, 31. If y'all got some more, sis. You know. Yes, sir. And, uh, and that's ahead. why in Ezra, while he's getting that, that's why in Ezra he said, if you're covered in your sins, woe be unto you. Because the most, the uh, Christ, he's going to give you every opportunity to repent of it. You, you're going to have plenty of opportunities to repent of your sins, no matter what it is. That's why, that's why he said it. But, but Ezra told you, if you're covered in your sins, destruction unto you. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 31. I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I die daily. I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm -hmm. I die daily. So, so Paul was saying he constantly uh, checking himself. He He's constantly uh, correcting himself because he... Oh, uh, in, in the midst of sin. He said, I die daily. Read on. If after the manner of men I have fought with beasts at Ephesus, what ad, what advantage is it, it me? That's it on that. Uh, you, did you want to you, you, uh, you, you want to bring someone out on that? Okay. Let me let's go let's go to Second Corinthians uh and I mean Second Peter's three and nine. Cause this is this is what uh to try kind of Come back to the point where Officer Eli was bringing out. Read Second Peter three and nine, because the Lord is trying to deal with us. Okay, the Lord is giving us, uh, like in Revelation eighteen and four, come out from them uh, and touch. And we say, come out from them and be ye separate. Touch not the unclean thing. He's basically the Lord is trying to tell us it's not for you, but if you get mixed up in that, then you got to get it too. So let's get Second Peter three and nine. Second Peter's chapter three verse nine. Uh huh. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise. What's His promise to uh, to Abraham? Read on. As that, that to Abraham that we as a people we, we we He was give us the kingdom. Read on. As some men count slackness. Mm -hmm. Some men count as slackness because they don't believe in the Bible. They 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 they, they, they got the patience for the prophecies to come to pass. Read on. But is long suffering to usward. Said the Lord is long long suffering to us, read on. Not willing that any should perish, uh -huh. but that all should come to repentance. So the Lord wants all his children to come back, come to repentance, to come back and keep his law, to be obedient to him. Even though that's not possible, it's not gonna happen because you have a two-third, but the Lord wants all his children to uh come back to uh follow his law, statutes, and commandment. All right, go ahead, Carlos. Yes, sir. Uh Get to Rock 5. Get to Rock 5 first. The book of Ecclesiasticus, chapter 5. And 6. Verse 6. And say not, his mercy is great. He will be pacified for the multitude of my sins. For mercy and wrath come from him, and his indignation resteth upon sinners. Read. Make no tarrying to turn to the Lord and put not off from day to day. So you see, it tells us to make, don't wait. Don't wait to repent. He said, don't, don't wait to repent and, and put it off from day to day. Go ahead. For suddenly shall the wrath of the Lord come forth and in thy security thou shalt be destroyed. So when you seeing all of these things go on, because Christ gave us the, the, the events that's going to happen, before he comes, you're going to see all these things going on and you're going to be playing around in your sin because you, you, you thinking that you're secure. Read that part again. 
For suddenly shall the wrath of the Lord come forth, and in thy security thou shalt be destroyed, uh -huh. and perish in the day of vengeance. Read. Set not thy heart upon goods unjustly gotten, for they shall not profit thee in the day of calamity. Meaning all of these things that you get is not going to profit you when the day of the Lord comes. That's not, it's going to have no value whatsoever. Uh, what was it? Second what? Yeah, get Second Corinthians 4 and 16. That's it, yep. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. For which cause we faint not. Uh, read 14 down. Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 14. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you for all things are for, for your sakes. That the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many rebound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not. Which cause we don't faint not in this truth. We got to continue to push forth the mark. Go ahead. But though our outward man perish. Though this skin, this body perish. Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. The inward man is that spirit that jumps in the front seat of the car. The one that's not leaving your, your vessel empty, swept, and garnished. Leaving thorns and thistles, a path of destruction inside the vessel. Uh... What time we got? 7.48? We got a little bit. Yeah, we got a little bit more time. Let's get um, Wisdom of Solomon chapter 12. I pulled it earlier, but we didn't read it. Wisdom of Solomon chapter 12. Wisdom of Solomon chapter 12? Uh, start at verse 3, 1 and 2, and we're going to jump down. Wisdom of Solomon chapter 12, verse 1. For thine incorruptible spirit is in all things. Come on. Therefore, chastenest thou them little, excuse me. Therefore, chastenest thou them you by right? little and little. <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead. Read it again. Therefore, chastenest thou them by little and little that offend, and warnest them by putting them in remembrance wherein they have offended. So read that verse 2 again. Verse 2. Therefore, chastenest thou them by little and little that offend. So it says that the Most High will correct us little by little that offend, that goes against his commandments. Go ahead. And warnest them by putting them in remembrance wherein they have offended. By showing you that where you're going off. So how, how is that going to happen? If I'm going off, how is the Most High going to put in remembrance that I'm going off? It's going to be one of the, the brothers, right, that's going to show you Warnest them by putting them in remembrance wherein they have offended. Go ahead. That leaving their wickedness, they may believe on thee, O Lord. Jump down to 10. Let's see the little by little. Verse 10. But executing thy judgments upon them by little and little. That's the point. The point is the little by little is small judgments, small things that happen that the Most High is trying to bring forth the remembrance that you got to repent. You got to get your mind right. Go ahead. Thou gavest them place of repentance. So all of the stuff that's going on, Ukraine and Russia, famine and pestilence, Japan getting earthquakes, all of these things are going on, and all of this is to give us what? Read that apart. 
But executing thy judgments upon them by little and little, thou gavest them place of repentance. All of this is giving us space or a place to repent, giving us time to get our minds right. Go ahead. Not being ignorant that they were a naughty generation. Not that we deserve it. Go ahead. And that their malice was bred in them and that their cogitation would never be changed. So that's going in. That's going on to Esau, you know, for it's a cursed seed. However, the point is, is that we get correction little by little to get our minds right, especially, especially in this day, especially in this day. Um, let's go back to 2 Timothy 2 and 20. I don't think we finished that real quick. Then we're going to wrap it up. If y'all just got anything else. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 20. But in a great house... There are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Come on. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use. And meet for the use of Christ. Go ahead. And prepared unto every good work. And prepared unto what? Every good work. Read 25. Verse 25. Uh, 24, sorry. Verse 24. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men. Does that mean be soft? No, it's just saying you got to have some awareness. Go ahead. Apt to teach. Able to teach. Right? Paul became all things to all men to gain some. You have to be able to be adaptable. Go ahead. Patient. What? Patient. Go ahead. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. Come on. If God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Because that's not for us to decide. We might be out there teaching that one day and they might not be listening. It doesn't mean that they didn't go back and get the video. It doesn't mean that it didn't get watered. It just means that we, we put the seed out there. That's, it says judge nothing before the time. Uh, read verse 26. Verse 26. You got some else, Ehud? Verse 26. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. That's the point. The point is, is that we're trying to get our minds right and gather the brothers and sisters of the elect so we can get the kingdom. Come on. Who are taken captive by him at his will. Read. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. And these are the times that we're in. So now that we know that we're in these times, it's telling us what do we have to do? We have to purge ourselves to make ourselves a vessel of honor. Uh, that's all I got, uh, officers. Uh, yeah, I got one. Go back to verse 20 again. Verse 20. Yes, sir. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, uh -huh. but also of wood and of earth. So in a great house, so meaning like in, in, in you, 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 you are that house. There's, there's gold and then there's also, that's the good. And then you also got the bed, which is uh, the, the wood and the earth. You want to purge those things out. Get Sirach uh, chapter 2 and verse 1. You want to purge those things out. And what's going to correct that? The, the men of God that you're around that's giving you the instruction through the Bible. Go ahead, read that. Ecclesiasticus chapter 2 verse 1. Uh-huh. My son, if thou come to serve the Lord, prepare thy soul for temptation. When you come to serve the Lord, you're going to be... Uh, tempted things are going to come on you why they got to them things those sins or or whatever you struggling with they must be purged out of you go ahead read on 
Set thy heart aright uh -huh. and constantly endure. Set your mind aright and constantly endure. Constantly, don't, don't give up. Don't just fall into that sin and just stay with it. Constantly endure. You got to constantly be in a state of repentance. Constantly trying to get that uh, negative mindset off of you or a uh, sinful mindset off you. Read on. And make not haste in time of trouble. Uh-huh. Cleave unto him. Jump to, jump to verse 5. Verse 5. Uh-huh. For gold is tried in the fire. You said that for gold. The Most High God said that you are that gold. You are that gold and you have to be tried in the fire. You have to be purged. All those sins and the iniquities and infirmities have to be purged out of you. Why? So you can be the, the, come back to being the rulers of the earth, the gods of the earth. There's no way we're going to be able to rule this earth in the mindset that our people have right now. That's all I got, officer. Anybody else? You want the rest of that? Back up. You want the, the end of that verse? Uh, yeah, finish that, the end of that verse. For gold is tried in the fire and acceptable men in the furnace of adversity. And acceptable men in the Go back to Timothy. Yes, sir. Second Timothy. Let's get a little bit more on, on Timothy real quick. I think we got, okay, we got some time. Go ahead. 3, verse 2. 20, 2 Timothy 2 and 20. Yes, sir. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver. So the gold and silver are those vessels that are purging themselves to get the impurities out, right? So they're using, that fire doesn't destroy them. What the fire does is create a clean heart. The fire allows this person to get whatever impurities is out, sift them out so that they're what? Pure, right? Go ahead. But also of wood and of earth. The fire does what to wood? Burns it up. That's it. You're done. That wood and earth is going to be destroyed. The fire is, the fire is going to touch the same elements, gold and silver, and sift it out to make it pure. When the fire touches the wood and earth, it's burnt. It's done. So you want to be gold and silver. Go ahead. And some to honor. That's the gold and silver. Some to honor. Go ahead. And some to dishonor. That's the wood and earth. So our purpose in here is to go, go to Isaiah 13 real quick. <laughs> you got me fired up. Isaiah chapter 13. Verse 12. Verse 12. I will make a man more precious than fine gold. That's what the Most High is going to do. When we start to purge ourselves of these particular sins and iniquities, he's going to do what? Make a man more precious than fine gold. Come on. Even a man than the golden wedge of Ophir. That's right. So, brothers and sisters, use your vessel wisely, all right, and understand the times that we're in. You got some officers? What? All right, let's read, the, let's read the announcements. Don't neglect to give alms. For those who would like to give alms, fill out an envelope and place it in the alms box. To give alms online, donate to IUIC Concord, now Gastonia, via PayPal at iuic.concord.nc at israelunite.org. Donate to the Booster Club via PayPal at iuic.fundraising at israelunite.org. All praises, officer. We appreciate you. <laughs> uh, tech team, let's give a special thanks to the tech team. All right. 
we're going to give a special thanks to the tech team, the brothers that work behind the scenes to keep this show going. Right. You know, whether the volume's low or not, these brothers is working hard back there to make sure that y'all can attend to this beautiful class, the radio show, the Bible, the Book of Our Fathers. We got uh, Officer Zaria, Officer Kaziel, uh, Officer Yehoshua, sending up prayers for you, Officer. Officer Gidron, uh, Soldier Hosea, Soldier Israel, Soldier Gabriel, and Brother Micaiah. All right. We want to thank y'all for tuning in. And, hey, happy new moon, happy new year, and happy Sabbath. Shalom, Israel. Most high Christ bless. Shalom, Israel. Shalom, Most high Christ bless. Shalom, Israel. Most high Christ bless.